Hey guys, before we get into the episode, it blows my mind that we're launching another podcast. And this time, I actually want to feature you guys as a guest. Now, if you're a six-figure entrepreneur who has your own podcast and you listen to the show, I actually want to interview you on our brand new podcast, which is called Six Figure Podcast Rebels. You just need to go to www.top100interview.com and you can apply to get featured. All right, guys, back to the show. Have you ever looked at yourself in the mirror and thought, wow, I really thought I'd be further ahead by now? If so, you are not alone. I've spent the last two years traveling the globe looking for the answers. The problem is, it's fear of failure that was holding me and so many of you back. I realized that no one was telling the real story of entrepreneurship. So I flew to the US, decided to face my fear and go all out to build my million dollar business completely from scratch. But the real question is, how will I do it? Join me on my journey and find out as we build our online tribe and share the internet's top marketing secrets. My name is Jamie Atkinson, and this is the Entrepreneur Junkie Movement. What's going on, Entrepreneur Junkies? Welcome back to the Entrepreneur Junkie Movement. You're here with Jamie Atkinson, and today I have a very interesting guest who I actually came across from one of my good friends, Daxi Perez. And our guest today is kind of uh, an inspiration to anybody that wants to start a podcast, and he's certainly been an inspiration to me. Uh, we're going to introduce Apple Crider, or Apple, is it Apple Crider or Apple Cider, bro? Apple Crider. A lot of people see the name and they read it as cider just because they're not expecting anything other but there there is an r in there it's kind of hiding yeah. behind the c and the i but <laughs> i saw that i was like calling you apple cider to myself for the longest time but just to introduce him real quickly apple cider today is the uh, creator of the young smart money podcast he started this podcast when he was just 19 and his whole purpose is to educate young people on how to understand finances better and you know since he started it he's actually been listed and he's currently in the top 100 for the business podcasts which is a huge achievement and he's also been a public speaker for a whole number of events. So I'm really excited to have you on the podcast, dude. I can't wait for you to share some value bobs today. How are you doing? I am doing great, Jamie. It's it's my pleasure to be here, dude. Dude, I'm so excited. And today, we're going to actually break up these episodes into sort of around about a 10-minute chunk. And today for the first episode, I just really wanted to kind of ask you a little bit on a deeper level about how you kind of got started with this whole thing. Yeah, absolutely. And that's that's a great, a great question. I'm so stoked to get into it. And the way that I got started, um, it's it's talking to other influencers now and other people who are creating content. It seems to be a very similar journey. And really what had happened for me was I from a very young age, I've always been very interested in how people interact with money. So I can remember um at the age of like six, I would observe my mom and mostly my mom, but my dad as well and how they would interact um usually at the store and with with price tags. And they would look at price tags and I would always notice whether they said something was expensive, whether it was cheap, whether they thought it was worth it or not. And I'd always been observing how people interacted with money just because money is such an integral part of, of so many of our lives. And I was always just curious about, okay, how are people interacting with money? How are they spending their money? What are they doing with their money? And that was something that had fascinated me from a very, very young age. So fast forward a couple of years, and I got to the age of about 16 and I wanted to get started making money because I'd had a couple part-time jobs before working at fast food restaurants and whatnot. And I wanted to learn how to actually like get started making money and creating wealth for myself. So I got into the world of the stock market and I was learning about the stock market. I was learning about building credit and just all these personal finance topics that I was really passionate about. Um, and I was just, I was just learning as much as I could reading books and just really like engrossing myself in as much information as I could find. And 
I came across um, this this one YouTube creator who at the time he had about uh, I would say about five thousand subscribers on YouTube maybe at this point in time he's got about half a million and at that point he was giving out free Skype calls to his his followers and this guy was talking about personal finance I was getting really into personal finance so I was like what the heck I would love to hop on a Skype call with this guy and just talk it out and I got on a call with him. And I basically told him about my situation. So here I was, I was 16 years old. I was really passionate about personal finance. And I was talking to my friends about these topics. And they were like, dude, like chill out. I'm like 16 years old. I don't need to learn about building my credit or like a Roth IRA. Like, I don't care about that. I'm just going to wait till I'm like 40 to worry about that stuff. And what this guy told me on this Skype call was like, dude, you, you got to start a YouTube channel. Like you're really passionate about this stuff and your friends aren't willing to listen to you. So like, Say, speak your message and put it out there. And like, if they want to watch it, that's great. And if not, that's also great because you're just, you're doing what you're passionate about and, and you can spread that message to a wider audience. So I was like, that's, that's a great idea. So literally that night I was in the door, I was in the basement of, of my dorm and I uh, literally, I, this is, this is a crazy setup and I need to actually go back there and take a picture of this because I don't have a picture of this setup. But what it was, was I had a table and then on top of the table, I had a chair and then on top of the chair, I had a trash can and then on top of the trash can, I had my laptop and then propped up on my laptop was my smartphone uh, with the camera pointed at me and I just pressed record and I got in, up in front of this whiteboard and you couldn't see me, you couldn't hear me, but I just stood there and I talked about uh, myself, about personal finance and just started sharing my message with, with the vast realm of YouTube. And um, after that video had been up for about a day, it had like 50 views. And seeing that, I was just blown away. I was like, wow, I put this video out there, which at the time I thought it was like pure gold, but like looking back now, like you couldn't see or hear me and it was just a complete piece of trash. But I, I was just blown away by like 50 people watched that video. Like if I was in a room and I just spoke in front of 50 people, like I would really feel like I had a huge impact on those people. So being able to create a piece of content that 50 people saw literally in a night, like I had this idea, like I'm going to start a YouTube channel. And then that night I filmed and published my first YouTube video, just, just really made a big impact on me and was like, wow, like I could really reach some people with a message. So that was how I got started. And, and for me, the biggest thing was just like taking action because I could have sat there and thought about, okay, what do I want to name my channel and how do I want to structure it and what should my videos be like? And I could come up with this like 20 page business plan about my YouTube channel and how I was going to make money off of it and my growth strategies. But in, in the grand scheme of things, like you can, you can plan things all you want and you can, you can make all these charts and, and find all this data, but like, it, it really just comes down to starting because once I started, now I had, now I had proof of concept and now I was like, okay, well, people actually watch this and people, people engage with this and people left me comments. So what can I do better? And how can I uh, continue to build off of this foundation that I'm, that I'm establishing right now? So it, starting was so big for me. And a lot of people have this fear uh, I, when I when I talk to people and people message me on Instagram, especially people have this fear of, of going out there and putting themselves out there and creating content because they're afraid of what their friends might think. They're afraid of what their family might think. And, and most of all, they're afraid of what strangers on the internet might think. And I think that one's the most ridiculous of all because who is a stranger to like judge what you're doing and what you're passionate about? Like I, I just see no reason why anyone's opinion should should prevent you from going out there and, and talking about something you're passionate about. So that's that's just been the biggest thing for me is like getting over that barrier of being afraid of what other people will think. Because in the grand scheme of things, like if you're doing something you really care about and you're providing value to people, that's what's going to make a legacy. And that's what's going to really, really impact people. And if you let the negative opinions of like three people bring you down, that's that's really going to 
prevent you from impacting the lives of hundreds, thousands, millions of people by, by spreading your message. Yeah, dude, I completely resonate with you that there. And there's so many people, especially with this podcast, we kind of dig deep into, you know, understanding, you know, some of the failings and things that stop people from taking that progress. And mm. there's a couple of big things that you said there, which stuck out to me. You know, I, I think for a lot of people who'd be listening to this, and certainly for me, one of my biggest challenges is to start with was that circle of people around me. Like you'll yeah. find that your friends don't always support you. Right. So you have to go yeah. out and find the people that are going to listen to your message. And, um, mm. You know, it's funny. I had one of those kind of janky, shaky setups where it was like tables stacked on a chair, stacked on something. <laughs> Just get your like laptop or camera high enough to like film you. Yeah, it's a struggle. <laughs> oh, man, I totally get it. But I think something that you said was really key there, which which I've definitely looked over before, in that realizing that fifty views on a YouTube video or a podcast download is literally like if you imagine that as fifty people in front of you, that's that's like incredibly powerful, right? Hmm. Yeah. And people get caught up. They look at like Gary V and like Grant Cardone and how many views these people are getting and they, they compare themselves to that and then they feel bad. And that just doesn't make any sense to me because what you're doing is you're comparing your chapter one to their like chapter 50. Okay. And you need to, you need to compare your chapter one to your chapter one and just make sure that your chapter two is going to be better than your chapter one. And that you're always moving constantly towards tomorrow and away from yesterday and always, always, always making progress. Cause as long as you are making progress, on your scale, it doesn't matter what anyone else is doing. Okay. It, it does not matter. It does not affect you. You need to compare you to you and stop comparing your, again, chapter one to somebody else's like chapter 50. Cause that just, it doesn't make sense. And it's not, it's not helping you. So if there's somebody listening right now who is at that chapter one phase where they haven't really mm. started and, and they're kind of, maybe they're listening to these kind of podcasts to get that kind of inspiration as to how do they get ready to get started and what's your like number one or two tips to actually get yourself into the mental mindset of, okay, I'm getting ready to start now. This is what I need to do. Absolutely. That's a great question. And my number one thing is to know your strengths. I'm a huge, huge proponent of like, owning your strengths and doubling down on your strengths and just like taking your weaknesses off of your plate. I am not an advocate of being like a jack of all trades or like a quote unquote well-rounded person. I think that you need to have a spike. Like you don't want to be like a round circle. You want to have a spike in one certain direction. And that's like your area of expertise. And that's what you're really, really good at. Because when you want to when you want to find someone who can teach you something, you want somebody who's very, very good at something, not just like kind of good at a lot of things. So know what your strengths are. And this doesn't have to be business related. Like, are you somebody who is genuinely very, very good at connecting with other people and having meaningful conversations? If so, a podcast is probably a phenomenal platform for you. Are you somebody who is very theatrical and is good at performing and creating sort of scenes and skits and stuff? If so, YouTube is probably a great platform for you because that really can can uh, translate and, and show your audience uh, what your personality is like and, and can really keep them engaged. Are you somebody who loves writing and can just write forever? Like, If so, blogging is probably a great, great route for you to go down. So know what your strengths are. And these don't, again, they don't have to be business, directly business related. They can be just stuff in your life that you found that you're genuinely good at and that you genuinely enjoy doing. And once you know what you're actually good on when you actually enjoy, then you can begin to incorporate that into whatever business you want to build, whatever content you want to create. But if you go about it the wrong way, if you go about it like, oh, I see people making $10,000 a month on YouTube, for example, 
I'm going to go start a YouTube channel. You're not going to sustain that because likely your skill set and your strengths don't align with the skill sets and strengths that you need to be successful on that platform. And if you're only doing it for the money, again, it's going to be tough for you to stick with it. Like when you said before, times will get tough. As an entrepreneur, I go through struggles on the daily basis. Okay. I'm constantly putting out fires and I'm constantly getting over like internal roadblocks. So you need to make sure that you know what your strengths are and you are able to build your business off of your strengths and not by trying to, to improve on your weaknesses. And obviously there are some weaknesses that you need to have. Like you need to have a basic level of communication to be successful really in any business whatsoever. Like if you can't um, hold yourself in, in a professional way and, and really communicate with people in an effective manner, you're not going to have much success in any realm of business. But once you get beyond those like foundational skills and just like things that you need to be a, a human being, um, you need to figure out what your strengths are and really, really double, triple, quadruple down on those because those are the things that are going to give you that spike and give you that competitive advantage over everybody else in the market. Wow, I really like that. And just to, and just to throw a kind of a curveball in here, let's say somebody's yeah. listening to this right now and they're saying, well, that's great, Apple, but you know, I'm not good at being theatrical. I'm not good at communicating. I'm not good at writing, you know, but maybe they have other areas that they're strong in. Does that mean that they shouldn't start any kind of publishing platform? Or what would your advice be to those people who aren't confident or maybe they're a little bit introverted, but they think it's something that they want to start? Oh, absolutely. And I think there, there should be no excuse really to hold you back from creating any kind of content. Okay. Like no matter what, there's, there's always going to be some, some way of, of, of creating content and sharing your message with the world that is going to, to resonate with you. Even if you are an introvert, like surprisingly enough, I am, I, I'm definitely an introvert. Like I am not somebody who gains energy from, from interacting with people. Like after this conversation, I'm probably going to be exhausted. And I, I think that it's really important to realize that like anybody can create content and anybody can put their message out there. And it really just comes down to like, if you don't know what your, what your strengths are, and if you don't know what platforms you're going to excel at, it's all about trying things. Okay. Especially I see young people, they message me every single day. They're like, man, I'm just, I, I've lost all hope. Like I tried Instagram and it didn't work. And then I tried YouTube and it didn't work. And now I think I'm just done. And these kids are literally 16 years old. And I'm like, what are you talking? You're 16 years old. What are you talking about? You're done. Like you haven't even started. Like you, you haven't even made it to like, you haven't even stepped up to bat at home plate. Like, you, like you're literally still like eight batters to go from actually coming up to the plate and you think that you're done. So I think it's, it's really important to just constantly be trying things and don't get discouraged when something doesn't work because all that means is that's great. That's just one of the things that doesn't work. And now you know that, and now you can move on from there. So every time you, you find something that doesn't work, that's great. Now you just know that's one of those things that doesn't work. So you move on to the next thing. And it's, it's really, it's really important to not, that, that, not let that, that discourage you because there's, there's a ton of things out there to try. And especially if you're a young person, like take some time and really experiment and really like try as many different things as you can like that. That's been my huge focus. I mean, I'm only 20 years old right now, but I've been able to over the last like four years, try so many different things and get so many different experiences that now I have a very clear picture of what I actually like to do and what I'm actually good at. And with that information, I'm able to really go through life with a lot more clarity and a lot more purpose just because I took that time to invest in, in really trying out a bunch of different things. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And, and actually, that's a really good stopping point for this episode. And I think you're so right. You know, people sometimes get really downtrodden when they fail. And certainly mm -hmm. something I've learned in the past couple of weeks is that you need to uh, really accept that failure isn't really a bad thing. Uh, and oh. actually... 
yeah, it's, it's huge, right? And actually, on the next episode, we're going to dive a little bit deeper how uh, you actually created your podcast and got to the top 100 business podcasts. And I think that's going to be a really interesting episode to dig into how you started, mm. the challenges. Are you up for that next episode? I'm stoked for it, man. I'm ready. That's awesome. All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening. And we'll see you on the next episode of Back Again with Apple Grider. Hey, guys. Thanks so much for listening to the last episode. And I just wanted to let you know that we're doing an amazing competition for you guys. It's called the 4 for 4 competition. Four amazing entrepreneurs have sponsored this podcast for the next month and a half. And they're doing it to give you guys access to their flagship courses completely for free. There's going to be four lucky winners who are going to get access to four powerful courses from some of the best online entrepreneurs out there. You have Doug Bowton, who's giving away his highly sought-after sales funnel mastery course. We've got Chantelle Turner, who's giving away her engagement-driving culture method course. You have Wendy Hart, who's giving away her mind-bending procrastination cure course. And Samantha Brown, who's giving away her Double Your Tribe challenge. These are four amazing courses, which are all worth a combined total of over $2,500. And we're giving it away to you guys for free. All you have to do to be in with a chance of winning this competition is to scroll down on the podcast page, leave a rating and review, and just screenshot your review just before you publish it and email it to jamie at entrepreneurjunkie.co. Competitions are going to be ending on June the 30th. Make sure you get your entries in, guys. And if you've already left a rating or review on the podcast, just screenshot your podcast review and we'll still enter you into the competition. Make sure you guys enter before this competition goes away. There's going to be four lucky winners. You don't want to miss this, guys. Hey everyone, I hope you really enjoyed that episode. As always, if you want to listen to more daily interview content, make sure you subscribe. And here's three ways I can help you in your business for free. One, check out my video on how we're building a pipeline that produces 30 plus prime sales calls every single week using podcast setters and a basic interview funnel. And this is actually how I was able to quit social media forever. You can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash setters. Two, if you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast, we actually want to interview you on one of our top 100 shows. Head to top100interview.com and then three, download our podcast closing formula. It shows you how to create a podcast sales team that books out your sales calendar each week using the podcast closing client attraction method. And you can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash podcast formula. Now at podcastclosing.com, we help six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts create a system for predictable client acquisition without relying on paid advertising or social media by building out podcast sales teams. Now, if you want help turning your podcast into a high ticket client acquisition machine, then book a call with our team to see how we can help. Go to podcastrebels.com forward slash chat. All right, guys, we'll see you in the next interview.